This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. Mr. Speaker, actually what we've done... There may have been a hint of what was to come as Boris Johnson took to his feet in the Commons for PMQs at midday. Not in the Prime Minister's words, but in the people you could see around him. Neither Gavin Williamson nor Dominic Raab were in the front bench. By 2pm the secret was out and those long walks to the PM's office at Downing Street had begun. A reshuffle just ahead of winter and a suspected rise in COVID. What is Mr Johnson up to? Our political editor Nicholas Cecil joins me now from our Westminster office. Nicholas, we had been expecting this for a while. Were there any surprises? Well, the sacking started around lunchtime and the first to go was Gavin Williamson, the education secretary. Early on, he'd given a speech to staff making clear he thought he was on his way out. So his departure was expected, especially after he did an interview with the Evening Standard in which he confused the England footballer Marcus Rashford and England rugby star Maro Itoje. The education secretary has also come under heavy criticisms for the the way the school exam system was bungled and also the fact that schools were closed during the pandemic. There were some things which he could not do very much about himself, but there were other things where many parents felt he should have done better. Dominic Raab is no longer Foreign Secretary, he's Justice Secretary, although he does have the title of Deputy Prime Minister as well now. Is this a consequence of what happened in Afghanistan or have there been longer running issues with him? I I think a a major factor would be Afghanistan and the the fact that while the Taliban was sweeping across Afghanistan to seize power in Kabul, the Foreign Secretary was slow at returning from holiday in Crete. But there also reports that there's friction within the Foreign Office and that he's not seen as the best manager, best leader that that they've had in, in that very important role. And Robert Jenrick and Robert Buckland both out too. Yes, the two Roberts are out. Robert Buckland, he was one of a small handful of Tory MPs who'd actually strongly supported the Remain campaign, who have now lost their jobs. Matt Hancock was another one, although he left under different circumstances. Robert Jenrick, he's been caught up in various controversies, including over links to party donors, but although no personal allegations against him. 
And um, also, there were the planning reforms. There were some major planning reforms to, to make it far easier to push through developments. And there was a very strong backlash from Tory MPs uh, about that. I see Dominic Cummings has been sniping from the sidelines, Nicholas. Yes, um, his um, currency is, is fast losing its value. He was obviously very much now at the heart of Pippa. He was very much at the heart of Downing Street. But now he's sniping from the sidelines. I don't think there'll be very many people in Downing Street uh, listening to what he's saying at the moment. Obviously, that there are bigger questions about how the pandemic was run, and he'll still have a lot to say about that. But in terms of the reshuffle, they'll just be getting on with it and hope, hoping it goes smoothly. Is Boris Johnson trying to make a statement with this reshuffle, Nicholas? Well, Mr Johnson is very much on a roll at the moment. He's delivering plan after plan at the moment, and now he's shaking up his cabinet. He's very much showing that he's a leader. He was already seen, in, in many ways, as a good, good leader or as a strong leader. Whether he's making the right decisions or not, that's a different question. But he's making his mark, and he's trying to lead his party forward. Obviously, some of these changes that he's making are very controversial, like the national insurance rise. Many Tory MPs are quite angry about this and are worried that this could be a poll tax mark too. But Mr Johnson thinks he's got to seize the moment to reform social care, which is obviously in crisis, and also to invest billions more into the NHS. But why now? We have winter coming up. We know there's going to be a hard battle against COVID. Why shake things up at this moment? Yes, well, the, the, firstly, the thing with reshuffles is that prime ministers always do them to inject momentum into their governments, but they actually always create more losers than winners because you get some people who get sacked, you get some people who get promoted, and then you've got far more people who think that they should be promoted and don't get a post and feel quite bitter about it. So many prime ministers only have two or three reshuffles in them and then, then they, they've annoyed so many people that they struggle to keep their party together. In terms of COVID, the government unveiled their COVID winter plan yesterday. Their plan A is very much reliant on vaccination and testing. The health secretary, Sajid Javed, or certainly he was this morning, um, is urging more and more people to get vaccinated as the government sees this as a key tool still to fight the pandemic. But then there's plan B, if there's a big surge in cases, um, and that could include the return of working from home, compulsory mask wearing, and even vaccine passports. But ministers are still hoping that cases won't surge in the autumn and the winter. There's more from Nicholas Cecil and our political team at standard.co.uk. Check out the live blog for breaking news. That's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.